I think he's gonna be cool, man. I ain't like how everybody after that first game was going crazy. Yeah. And it was this first game in the league, right. niggas is ready to write him in off the US as a, at that. Like y'all ain't never US. seen a deer in headlights before. Like, right. Come on, he bro. just got all, shook, out of an altercation with Britney Spears, man. Cut him some slack. <laughs> getting groped and shit. Getting, <laughs> getting groped <laughs> molested in the in the hallways. That nigga was traumatized. You could tell in that first game. <laughs> All right, baby, welcome back to the Inside Wolves podcast, man. Hosted by the Inside Wolves, man. I'm Big Room, blessing Holly favorite. We got the fan favorite Juju over here doing what he do, man. And we got the almighty Quinn down there, Q. You know what he do, man. We got a lot for y'all today, man. So we're going to get right into it for y'all, dog. We're going to get right into Let's it. Let's talk about it. Real quick, too, do not forget to like, comment, and subscribe, because that's a real big part of this right real here. So big. go ahead, make sure this joint Definitely. gets spread out, spread around, let the people know. And now, as far as this episode, we're going to start off with the <laughs> hottest prospect in NBA history, according to the niggas that be on TV. <laughs> uh, Mr. Wembenyama. 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 Mr. Wemby. He had played two games of the Summer League, and they sitting him down. But out of those first two games, man, what y'all think about him so far? And, you know, just a little something, nothing too crazy. You can't tell his career projector trajectory but hey, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying what you think of so far I think he's gonna be cool man I ain't like how everybody after that first game was going crazy yeah. and it was this first game in the league right. niggas is ready to write him off US as a, at that like y'all ain't never US. seen a deer in headlights before like, right. come on, he bro. just got all, shook, out of an altercation with Britney Spears man cut him some slack <laughs> Getting groped and shit. Getting groped. Getting molested in the in the hallways. That nigga was traumatized you could tell in that first game but you know, I I ain't like that man. They ready to write him off as a Kwame Brown that fast. Yeah, that game nah, was that's good. Disrespectful. He, he yeah. showed y'all. He showed y'all what the fuck was was going on in game He's, two though. You know. What yeah, he showed that. Hey, hey, I nigga, got that me, bag. Let me show y'all this twenty-seven and twelve, nigga. Yeah. Hey, but I'm gonna tell you what I also didn't like. I'm gonna tell you what I also didn't like from the media. I ain't like that when he had that bad game when they listed all the rookie stats. They put everybody else like shooting percentage up there. They left his out. They left his numbers <laughs> out. They just put his points, rebounds, and stuff. You know they what didn't put what he shot. <laughs> you know what's funny? I remember. I remember even before summer league, they were showing like his shoot arounds or some shit, and the nigga was breaking. And yeah, Twitter was breaking. going crazy, yeah. like, oh, that. shit, a bus, yeah. a bus, and nigga pull off a dunk and they, everybody clapping. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm like, ah. you know, I just want to see him play. But yeah. just to be quick, um, from what I've seen in game two, bro, that's exactly what I expected. Um, it's just so, it's just so much. It's only so much you can do with that height, bro, as far as, like, as a defender. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that nigga really showed that game, too. I think he's in a perfect um, organization with the Spurs, as we all know, they're really good with developing their bigs. Uh, example, David Robson, Tim Duncan's, you know, greats of, yeah. of that, you know, saying caliber and stuff. So I think he's in a perfect organization where he's away from, you know, distractions and shit like that. Like he don't need to be in no Houston. He don't need to be in no Atlanta. Like he need to yeah. focus on his work, his craft. You know what I'm saying? I saw reports that the nigga skipped out on some type of party. You know, what I'm saying to get some more rest before the uh, the second game of the of the uh, summer league. So, just from what I've been seeing so far, man, I, I think I have high hopes for this kid, man. He, he looks really, really good. So. Yeah, and that, no, that you're not lying. Prowess bro. is coming through. That defensive prowess lying. is coming through quick and early. Oh, yeah. he, he's out there, an elite rim protector already. Yeah. I don't think I don't think people the people talk about enough how important your first spot in the league is like how much influence it holds over there yes. like your entire career yes. like uh there's so many players that have like fizzled out that probably would have had way better careers had they landed in a better spot or you know as soon as they got in the league mm-hmm. and I think I think Popovich just signed a new deal too for five more years. I think five he really years. Five, five more years. years. He locked in. I, he he's locked in. in. He I'm saying I think he, he's he really about to that nigga said, "I got a, mm-hmm. I got a generational talent. There's no way I'm not getting my hands in." It. He's about the later blueprint oh, for that nigga career. Yeah, whoa. 
No, Pop is about to lay the blueprint for that nigga career and show y'all how this nigga should be used. I think this is going to be amazing. Yeah, that's that's a big fact. I mean, I definitely remember from podcasts prior. I think J.R. Smith talked about it. He said he didn't really get into, like, a good coach environment and, like, a winning franchise until he went to the Cavs. When he was on Denver, when he was in New York, it was just like we practice when we practice. Show up for the game. We not really running sets. And then he was like, oh, damn, hold on. When he got to Cleveland, oh, shit, hold on. We got practice? Like, actual practice? Y'all take this shit for real? Hold on now. Mm -hmm. Like, we actually, like, running sets in here and we're we're really doing, like, in-game drills here. It's, like, Mm -hmm. this is crazy. And as far as rugby goes, I agree that defensive prowess showed early. Uh, this is what I've seen from online, but again, it's not super duper like my personal take, but I also have seen it as well, uh, proving the difference in the gameplay from the first game to that second game. Again, he's a real hooper. He's from overseas where they play real basketball. I think he literally said before he came over, you doing all that one-on-one shit, you're going to lose every game You might over there in Europe. You might get some highlights, but you're not going to win dropping 45, taking all mm-hmm. the shots. And so when he came over here the first game, he was not expecting niggas to throw him the ball on the wing and be like, cook him, cook him, get him. Like, okay, I guess. All right. Okay. I was surprised. That's probably why he plays so bad. What we running? What we running? What? We running through you. Whatever you want to do. Go crazy. Okay. Okay. I bet. And then got dunked on and all that shit. But then yeah, the second dropped game, some more shit. I'm saying, but then the second game, if you look at the highlights, there's a lot more actions being ran for him. Yeah. Like he's actually cutting, he's actually posting up, and they're giving him the ball in position. And look what happens. Just that yeah. simple. Look what happens when he gets the ball in those sets. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely seeing a high future for him. Bro. Real quick, just a personal, yeah. real prediction from y'all. What do y'all think the averages is going to look like for him this year? What, what do you think he's going to average his rookie first year? year? First year, I'm giving him Spurs starting. I'm going to give him a quick 20, I'm going to say a modest 22, modest 22, about eight, eight boards, three blocks. Okay. Mm. Okay. That 22, uh, shoot, I don't even know if that's modest. I, that's, I think it's getting buckets as a rookie. It's yeah. 20, I mean, I'm just saying, in, in, of course, you know, yeah, by today's standards, today's standards, 22 yeah. ain't, you know, but that's still respectable. So, yeah, it 22, is. Real respectable. I'm going to say eight, a cool... I'm gonna say a cool 17-18. I'm gonna say a cool 17-18 points. Uh definitely I think he'll have around the uh the eight, seven, eight assist range. I'm with one there. Assist rebounds. Yeah, I, oh, I, yeah, I think he'll, I think I like six to six to eight assists. I think I can oh, easily wow. see him doing that I in think that about system. Five, six somewhere too. And then five, six, five, I can see five, six mm-hmm. cool. But uh and you know, probably about the same in in rebounds. You know, somewhere between six and nine. I give him. Only I say that is because, as a rookie, I don't know. I'm not gonna. He's gonna be that number one option, and yeah, and yeah, that sure. means he's gonna get number one option defense. And I'd have I'll have to see how he reacts to that. And you know, in the past, you know, because I had a short stint with the Spurs. You know, shout out to Mar, you feel me? But <laughs> Pop, Pop isn't just gonna like, for the better or worse, have that nigga cooking up. Live like Pop gonna have that nigga passing out to the nigga. Pop gonna try to win games. That's the thing. Pop's mm-hmm. still gonna try to win games. So like, that's why I said the assists. I think he's gonna have good assist numbers because Pop is gonna teach him how to find those guys when he's getting those extra looks. And because Pop's yeah. really good at that, so you know, that's Silent. what I'm predicting. Solid. Solid, solid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I would roughly go roughly the same, honestly. I was thinking around um thing that comes to my head would probably be like seventeen, eight and four with like two and a half blocks probably a game, averaging that, yeah. Seventeen, eight and four is probably what That's I would about, say. Sound about right. So and then uh yeah, well shoot. Shout out to Wemby. Your future's looking bright, my boy. I hope that you go ahead and live up to the uh Live up to the what's it called to the hype 
go ahead fulfill your destiny as they would say because it seems you like know you what? got a whole thing laid also out also shout out that nigga security man for you know what I'm saying? Getting that motherfucker oh, yeah. Britney get up out of here. Shout out his security. Get that, security. that yeah. white get bitch that, off the head. <laughs> <laughs> Unmelanated. Bro, they decked hey, shit. Like, that, that, that's crazy. Cra- you see her crazy <laughs> ass on Instagram. Why? You see her crazy ass on Instagram. She on there dancing in her panties and shit. <laughs> she on there cooking. She draws about... loose as hell. Draws Draw loose as hell. Draws is loose. Those videos of her dancing are crazy. She got them pulled like down. Back there, bro. <laughs> she got them pulled down to the like, tip of her crack. How the fuck you sag a bikini, bro? For real. You know they pulled down. They pulled down in the back to the tip of her crack. They they loose in the crotch. It's just all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. Crazy. She look with some cowboy boots. She. It's all bad. Yeah, bro. It's really. It's really bad. I really. I don't know what she got going on. I pray for a quick recovery because I don't know what the fuck going on with that. That shit. She look at crackhead. I know a crackhead when I see one, bro. I know a crackhead when I see one. I done seen enough, bro. You can't tell me that ain't a motherfucking baser. No, that's a fact. Just they said that about Young Boy when he was dancing to his music. I'm gonna need that same energy, bro. She, she, yeah. I, I ain't about Kodak drugs. when he was on there on that bean. Strung on that out. No, nah, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it's I know hard out. drugs when I see him, bro. That she was off one in those. And she's like that's every other weird. day with it too. It's crazy. Like, shit was really <laughs> weird. Really, really weird. So. Oh, we're going to transition this one to online. You know, the influencer world is really popping in today's media. Even if you're a small influencer, to being a bigger influencer, there's always a little spot for you, a little audience that you can reach out to and kind of, you know, form your own community, potentially even fund your living. So with those people being underneath of you in that respect, i.e. fans or customers even, or even people that are on your level of uh, contemporary influencers or content creators, how how much ownership does an influencer have over the audience, over their audience's beliefs, actions, and thoughts? Do they have a lot of them saying out of 100%? How much percentage should they take of the ownership of these people's actions, thoughts, and beliefs? You know, you're their favorite YouTuber. You know what I'm saying? We're not just talking about grown niggas here. We're talking about whoever, you know what I'm saying, 17, 16, 14-year-olds as well. You're their favorite YouTuber, favorite Twitch streamer, whatever. How much ownership should they take over this? Out of 100%. 100%. 100%. 100. All ownership of what it is that you are putting out as far as content-wise. And I'm I'm only saying that in in today's aspect because everybody, I feel like everybody nowadays is way more impressionable than as, as before as far as like when it came to maybe us growing up. Niggas had time to, you know what I'm saying, go outside and not be on social media. Like niggas had a balance of sports and, and, and social media. Now where where things is so social media heavy, so app friendly, so you know what I'm saying everybody's getting their information, their knowledge off of these apps, whether it be YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and all these things. So you being on these platforms having this entire flock of fandom, you know what I'm saying, looking and supporting you and trying to figure out what it is that you like and what you do, it's because these people are you know what I'm saying? They're influenced by you. You are an influencer. You know what I'm saying? That's why you have that that fandom, that power. All these people are looking up to you, trying to see what you're trying to what you're gonna do next. You know what I'm saying? What what it is that that's that's hip, what's cool, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what everybody is trying to do, is trying to emulate someone else and you know what I'm saying, not really have something of their own. So I think in today's aspect, yeah, you should definitely take hundred percent ownership only because of how impressionable people are um, in today's society. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. I, I agree one. I think you're hundred percent responsible for the content that you put out. I, I don't think you're, I think you're 0% responsible for the actions of other people. Now you, you influence those people. Yes. And like, and you don't have ownership over them. Yes. You have a responsibility to those people. And yes, I think when people that consume your comment, do bad things, you should have to answer. You should have to answer for your content and the effects it has on people. But you shouldn't have to answer for that person. So you know, because you know, 
They're them. So Some people do. So I'm only saying that only yeah. because when when you look at it, you know, like I said, everybody is trying to copy the next person. So all these people, of, of course, you, I, under, I understand it makes sense to say like I can't take responsibility for someone's actions. However, if you're putting out content that's similar to what other people might be doing, and you know it could be some shit that's harming other people, you don't think other people are gonna want to join the wave of what this new trend is and harming other people in that same way, i.e. like those public uh, pranks and shit. Some shit don't be pranks mm-hmm. nowadays, brother. Shit, yeah, folks put themselves in dangerous and they, situations they hands put on them too. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. So Shot in that up. sense, I, I would say putting putting out content like that for it to be shown, you still have to have some level of responsibility because you're putting it out saying like, oh, look at me, I did this. You know what I'm saying? Like, People are going to want to follow you because you're an influencer. You have this fan base. You know what I'm saying? People want to be you. You know what I'm saying? Because that's who you are. That's the spotlight that you're in. So I think just at some level, of course, you can't 100% account for what someone else is going to do. I understand what you're saying, Lee. But at the same time, if you're putting that content out, you can't. You can't just you answer for the content. You don't yeah, you don't you answer for that saying. person. You answer for the content. As, as much content as you put out, as much as you put this on the internet, nobody will one hundred percent know you. If somebody consumes Andrew Tate's content and you know try and believe and follows what they believe his philosophy to be, and they go slap slap their wife, you know uh, Andrew Tate shouldn't have to answer for that man slapping his wife. He should have to answer for the philosophy he's put out that maybe drove that man to do that. But he shouldn't have to answer for that man slapping his wife. That's what that's you know, you know, answer for the content, the person that don't answer for the individual. Because that's just well, that's how they took it. I feel like that yeah, all goes hand in hand still though. Uh yeah, I was gonna actually only ask because of the production. As, as far as like a, a devil's advocate kind of side of things, and also and like I said, speaking on the part that you just brought up, Lee, what if the video, like you said, answer for the content? What if the content that you're putting out is like not the content in general, but like a particular video. I'll just use a well-known one as well, just because this is the easiest thing that comes to mind. Would be like something like, say you're like a Destiny, like a political type streamer, and mm-hmm. you just voice your opinion or your distaste for like a particular person or what they're doing over there, and your fans go like blow their shit to pieces. Blow their like, shit. It, like you go over there really, and everything, like, like, like go crazy. You <laughs> you shouldn't take any responsibility for anything like that. Like you're saying zero percent. I'm saying it, so. If, that, if I'm you've, if you've told your that. fans not to do that, which is why they do that, it, you know, if you you know vilify this person, you go in on this person and don't tell them to do that, then yes, those people usually do have to answer for that. But if you're giving your opinion on something and you say you know mm-hmm. that your opinions live independently of that person don't go attack that person no you shouldn't have to answer for them going to do that that that, you know that's just what they do i don't know like you've done all you can do you can't control these people you can uh, state your opinions just like you stated your thoughts that hey don't go attack this person they still go do it anyway so it's like Mm. you know uh you you know I, i don't believe you should be held responsible for that now can you be held responsible for the 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 inflammatory stuff you've said about a person Yes, hold them accountable for that. If you don't like that, you know, hold them accountable for that. Be accountable for the things you say out your mouth, not the things someone else does independent of you. I don't, you know, so that's what I think. And would that still same thing? Let's say, uh, would that same thing still uh, hold weight or still hold true if the other person that you just maybe denigrated back actually this time they maybe came at you first or react or said something like a reaction video to some of your content and they were just really laying into you. And, and you were laying into me. And you, I'd you address responded. the things they said. Yeah, not the people that came over to come at me. I'd address what they said. I'd address the content they put out about me. I wouldn't address the fans that came and did came whatever. And, uh, bomb, whatever yeah, did whatever they did. Or, yeah, he doesn't have control over that. Yeah. Poser just want to do what they do regardless. I mean, even if they're not in your community, they'll ride this unhealthily hard for somebody else's community as well. Yeah, I, such is life, though. Uh, this on the similar topic, but just because I don't know, maybe if y'all seen this or not on Twitter. But there was a, did y'all see this video of Beyonce on stage and she was talking to this fan as she is like going by, and uh, this is just more about the influence that some of these influencers have. She said <laughs> she went by this fan and she was like, "Wow, sixty six shows, huh? Wow." 
So she was talking oh, yeah. to a fan yeah. that had been to 66 of her shows, bro. Mm-hmm. 66 of her shows. And I'm just bringing this up kind of to lean back into what you were just saying there or alluding to as well, Lee. There's just people in this world that are going to be on one, clearly. And there's not really much you can do about them, to be honest. I don't really know what you do about a motherfucker whose drive is so damn strong that they're going to go to 66 concerts by you. But I, I don't even, most people don't even go to 66 concerts in their life. This person went to 66 Beyonce concerts. Of one individual, just to see one individual. And that that's just that, that that's part of her community, you know. So I guess yeah, hey, you just gotta kind of account for the people who are a little out there. I guess you could kind of say mm-hmm. uh, that's about all you can really do for them, though. Uh, as far as that goes, I'm gonna ask y'all something. This is a real trend that I've seen as well, too, and I want to see what are kind of opinions or things that y'all think may fit into this trend. What are some things that you cannot look tough while doing? Oh man, shit! Walking down a hill, bro. Walking down a hill, nigga. Nigga sipping any drink with a straw. You can look tough walking down a hill. You can look tough. I've seen it. I mean, you can. You can, but it it just takes so much effort. (laughs) It takes so much effort. You have to try to do it. You have to try to do it. Once you get, once you get to like the the decline and you're steady, you're like, damn, nigga, I got lower back quality. It's my back. I'm trying to walk a certain way. Oh, man, like it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Uh, uh, sipping out that straw, yeah, you not wrong. Sipping out that straw. Sipping out the straw, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, those are those are my first tattoo. I, I think. I gotta say, definitely, it don't really matter what's being said if your feet are either hang if your feet are hanging from any kind of a seat. It doesn't really matter <laughs> oh, yeah, what, yeah. what you say. Yeah, you, you you can't say anything about the cuff of your ass. You can't say, yeah. say that shit again to me like nothing. If your feet are dangling, yeah. hold on, nigga. <laughs> you gotta yeah, hop out the feet. chair. That, that yeah. that's a no. Yeah. That's another one. Not at all. Yep, laying on your stomach. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Is there a tough way to yeah. lay on your stomach? Why? Why? <laughs> Is there a tough way to lay on your stomach? Why? Beat up. <laughs> Beat up. Just play. You, you can be playing but domino yeah. niggas. But the thing yeah. is, bro, if you niggas don't just be laying on their stomach just... Just for the, for the fuck of it, bro. You, can't just be, you know what I'm saying? Playing the game on the couch, laying on the floor. You gotta be trying to... Maybe you having some restless nights. You kind of get some good sleep. You know what I'm saying? You you just turn the pillow over to that cold side. You like you know what? Let me get some of this this chill pillow right now. That's the only way. You know what I'm saying? You got your piece on your on your dress. Your piece. You got your gun. You know what I'm saying? Put it in your shit. You feel me? That's how. You gotta have your gun near you to make it make it acceptable. And your uh and your old English right 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 by your bedside. Hey, yeah. Uh, there's no, there's no, there's no tough way to wear an apron. Um, there's no yeah, tough way. There's no tough way. Really? I'm sorry, bro. You're not gonna be tough with it. You're not gonna be tough with it. You're not gonna look crazy, but you're not gonna look. You're not gonna look like a real nigga with that on a pair. Uh, you're not gonna look tough with a frosted martini. Fruity, colorful style. Any, 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 any like, yeah, fruity drink, and it's icy, and it's cold and ice oh, slush. Like any drink with a damn umbrella in it. Um, <laughs> no go, nigga. Uh, no, 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 I, I thought this. I thought this a long time ago as well. The what those super duper tight skinny jeans. Don't mm. matter what it is yep. that you're doing nothing. or wearing. Like no, nothing. nothing else you're saying. Yeah. You could have a gun on you. Yep. And that—that's just. I'm glad you said that. Pants are that damn tight. I'm add to the clothing section. Uh, open toe sandals. You know, with the crevice, <laughs> the the shit in between your toes. <laughs> they they send your toes, but you ain't got no socks on. It's just no way. They gonna no walk way to down look on you. Hey, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> and it's flopping. The flip flop flopping. Got the toes out. And the thing cutting is cutting in between his cutting in between his toes. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. No way. <laughs> nigga walking up to you, click, clack, click, clack. Click, clacking. <laughs> hey, nigga, what you say to me? <laughs> nigga, put some shoes on. <laughs> Suck. I probably stuck <laughs> on that nigga toes, man. Who are you talking to, nigga? There's no way. I'm sorry. This might hit home for a lot of niggas. And, you know, I, you know, I do this, so... 
I understand. And I have a mirror right to my left and I look and catch myself all the time. There's no way, there's no tough way to play the game with a headset on. There's no, you don't look tough sitting in front of the game, the 2K, the, the Modern Warfare. Over there, over there. Oh, what's this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's over there. He's one shot. He's one tap. There's no way to look tough with the headset on, playing the game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, that's a fact. There's no there's no question about that. No matter what it is, that how you have that on, you're going to look crazy. You, you you're going to look crazy. Bro, there was a funny story about that real quick, too. My man's uh, back in high school. Yeah, I'm going to just leave that there my man he he got this one girl snapchat that he'd been trying to really talk to for a little while now and he was <laughs> excited over that and he took his headset off you know what I'm saying we on the game and he snapped her he took his headset off to take a picture and he took the picture too low so you see the mic like coming up <laughs> you see the mic coming up and you see the turtle beach <laughs> Bruh, oh, he a gamer, gamer. Oh. I'm geek just because when she said something back, she actually mentioned it. She was like, is that, I think she was like, is that a gaming headset? <laughs> gaming headset. There's no way to make a gaming headset look tough, oh, man. There's, there's no there's... way that it looks hard. There's no way you can look hard with anything like that at all. It just, it just don't work out. Um, I would also throw in there. Sucking a lollipop. That is, yeah, great. okay, fair enough. <laughs> I would, I would, I would, <laughs> you can't even touch those up, man. Let me get that sucker. Let me get that sucker. <laughs> 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 there, there's just certain foods you can't even try out. Those, you you can't even <laughs> The fruity this, drinks. Yeah. Uh, I would also yeah. throw in there any kind of half-done hair care. Looks pretty Fondue, wild. melted cheese on your lip. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there's no way to go way to melt the fondue, fondue. The, there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> it's in your beard. <laughs> you done got it in your you done got the fondue so your lip dripping down your lip. You got uh, 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 <laughs> Oh my bad. Oh my just like the dipping dots. The homie got like the dipping dots. I got you, bro. Don't worry about that, homie. I got you eat melted cheese, nigga. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hey, there's a couple things on that list right there that's really hitting home. Hey, we can't deny it is what it is. People, you got to take that one on the chin. And so we're going to transition this slide on over to the what's new with IWU. Yes, sir. Man, we're going to update your the information bank. Juan, what you got for us, baby? What you got going on? Man, so so just apparently, right? You know what I'm saying? Just, just growing up, we all black. We know what Waffle House stands for. We know what their integrity is. Apparently, man, you know what I'm saying? Out in, out in South Carolina, the niggas is going on strike saying, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's unfair working conditions, and, and they they're requesting twenty four seven security. Now, oh now don't 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 get me wrong, you know what I'm saying? But we've all seen the Waffle House fights. We've all seen the Waffle House mm-hmm. skits. You know what I'm saying? Make it in a comedy. Niggas even is, saying, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? When it comes to the Waffle House workers, you got to know how to scrap real shit. Because the Waffle House workers, part of the they, interview. They put them dukes up. It, it's it's part of the interview. I I ain't seen Waffle House nigga lose a fight. I'm just a little curious, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that that those those Waffle Houses in South Carolina ain't, ain't some good locations. If them, them niggas don't know how to fight, man. I'm I'm a little confused, you know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm a little puzzled as, as to what's going on out there in South Carolina. Like I said, I don't want to see um, that being a trend with our Waffle House staff members. I would just hate to see all my my good hardworking felons go away, you know what I'm saying? And want to go on strike and request. Security, because that's not what I'm there for. I'm there for good food after drinks. You know what I'm saying? And I'm there for some drama. That's exactly what I'm there for. That's that's yeah, that's the, the that's the club part two, nigga. Pancakes. Nigga, that's that's the club move after after is the that, section after the bottles and all. <clears throat> so is that not a regular thing in uh? You said Texas or South Carolina? Which one you said? It was Texas, South Carolina. South Carolina. Is that another? Because all the houses up here be having a security guard. Because I only go at like night. 
And so I don't know if they have them during the day, oh, but I know most yeah. most Waffle Houses usually have the security guards. Uh, they don't yeah. have. Wow, nigga, yeah. you'll get okay, robbed. You'll get robbed by a homeless man in Atlanta, nigga. <laughs> now y'all need them. Y'all need them. <laughs> That's new. No, I'm saying they, they've had them. A couple, a couple of locations. A couple of locations have. I've never seen one with security. Bro, I went. Bro. But the Waffle House is up here. It's like is like a they treat it like a club after spot. Like uh, I went there New Year's Eve. <clears throat> I went to New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. and the dude is literally outside uh, funneling people in there. Yeah, you and you net you third after that car over there. That's how I come be. in. That I'm saying. Da, da, da. That's how. I, <clears throat> yeah, like it's a well, security guard out there. Valet. They got valet. Valet. Okay, it's the spot, nigga. I'm seeing bad. Right. No bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna send y'all the video, bro. We was hot boxing at the. At the main uh, Waffle House in Atlanta, that's uh, right, like right in the city. Of Atlanta. Central, that shit over there. Central Park, can't remember. Centennial, yeah, Centennial Park. That's what I meant to say. But um, it's a Waffle House right there, so it's right in the heart of the city. I tell you, niggas left a, a Halloween party. Niggas got the hot boxing in the Waffle House, bro. I'm talking about a whole Waffle House smoky. Nigga, you would have thought that shit was a hookah. You would have thought that shit was a hookah spot, bro. No bullshit. This was around the time. This was um. This was the same. No, I think the year before, um, that same Waffle House actually got broken into because of the riots for um. What's what's old guy George Floyd? Like the same time the riots was happening. That was a crazy ass year. That was a crazy year. Twenty twenty, yeah. Yeah, it it was just a lot of shit going on. I'm still, like I said, I'm still baffled by that fact. I mean, it makes sense, but also as well, sense. like you said, it, it's taken away from the, it's taken away from the culture yeah. of the Waffle House. So I ain't <laughs> right. gonna lie. Nah, you niggas. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to walk into a Waffle House now and I see somebody <laughs> with fucking veneers, the whole staff got veneers. They don't look like they don't hey. do no drugs. Like, I don't, I don't think no tats. I don't want to see that, bro. I want to know my shit is coming from from struggle, you know what I'm saying? I need that soul in my I, I want to see you know safety, me? man. You walking into nah. Waffle House with a lady and niggas is trade. Hey, nigga, I need security. I need some <laughs> assurance, man. Niggas hey. not pulling out guns. Like, come on, like, give me hey, out of here. Hey, keep the security in Waffle House. Though that's that's the crazy the security part. Employees. That, that's part of the it industry. is though. We was just talking about that. They was like, all right, okay, yeah, you got experience in this. Okay, yeah, yeah, you've been flipping burger. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, can you meet the chef out back real quick? He got a couple questions for you himself, and then that's when you no, and the chef really, go ahead and throw hands. Hey, I really, out. I really want to know the the Waffle House uh interview process. I want to know how they've successfully been able to recreate the same atmosphere at every location in the uh, country. How are they all struggling with right niggas? Right he hit it right on the nose, bro. Every single one of them places got felons cooking like felons, the only job they can get. I be having to like tell. It's the only job I can get. Goddamn. I be having to. I be having to tell like like my family, like my mom's side of folks that be coming from up north and shit. I be having to tell them folks like, welcome to Atlanta, where like niggas be having like music videos at Waffle House. Like you can be having you a a good ass all star meal. You know what I'm saying? Good scrambled scrambled it. eggs. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You might have went crazy did a blueberry waffle or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, you mm-hmm. look to your damn right. Niggas got poles and shit aimed at the cook. Straight aimed poles. at the nigga making your Straight waffle. Sticks. And it's a music video. And, like and, Cole and, Bennett type shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. at the cook. Like and, he ain't, and he ain't blinked. That nigga still cooking. Nigga ain't blinked. That nigga in the music video. That nigga rapping. Oh, that no, rapping. no. That nigga rapping. That's his music video. You feel me? That's the really thing. In fact, in fact really I take I take back the apron shit. That Waffle House apron, them niggas look tough. That Waffle House apron with the Waffle House on on the corner, them yeah. niggas cooking the Waffle, them the, niggas with look with tough. The batter, with the batter, with the batter, on. it's dirty. It's never clean. It's never cigarette, clean. The cigarette buds, cigarette. Yeah, them niggas. Yeah, okay. That's the only apron you can wear. You got it, bro. You got it. You got it. The Waffle House apron. <laughs> That's the only one you look tough in. The Waffle House apron, nigga. Them niggas can fight. I, I, I bet you'll find that shit on Amazon, too, funny enough. Go ahead on Amazon, order yourself one, fellas. That's going to make you go ahead. That's going to up your kitchen game. You're going to look all types of different. Stepping yeah. into the kitchen with the Waffle House. Sure is. It's going to look different. Right. 
No, that, that's a fact. And like you just kind of ended the end it off uh, personally. I just remember going into Waffle House and seeing the demographic there is absolutely insane. Waffle House is really a staple for just all types of after hours activities because I'm going in there, I'm seeing a table full of women in tight dresses and high heels. There's a table full of niggas that just look like they were circulating, waiting for the women to come in. There, there's a group of there's a there's like a white group of friends oh. and family that are over there. They got kids with them just enjoying their meal. Yeah. You got niggas wearing waist trainers over you there. Be having, you be having you be having waist trainers. You be having little uh little Asian. You'll have like a little Asian college boy trying to focus on his studies and shit you have bro i lied i lied to you not i lied to y'all not the last four times i like the last four times i've been to waffle house they've had just a just a token hanger around like it's a corner store like he just in there he ain't ordered no food he in there just talking loud he got him Standing up by the little bar seats, y'all. Everyone got the bar yeah, seats. Yeah, 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 He's just yeah. standing up by the bar seats, just being loud, talking to the niggas in the back. They're like, oh, get your ass out of here! So he just in there, like chopping it up. Ain't ordered no food. Every one of them got that nigga now. I don't, got a nigga that just be hanging out. Like it's a it, corner store. It, it, that is, like one said, the staple of the drama, man. I, the very, the very first time I ever went to Waffle House, gotta ever. have it. Nigga threw the plate back at the chef and walked out. I said, God damn, this shit is real. I need all it. the hype is real. Like all them stories mm-hmm. I've been hearing, this shit is actually real. This is mm-hmm. the first time I ever been here. And nigga throwing mm-hmm. food off rip. Like yeah, this, this is hey, you go in there for the vibes, to be honest with you. But I don't know how you can go to Waffle House and be dissatisfied with the food. It's the same every time I've ever That's been. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's consistent, nigga. It's, it's consistent. consistent. It's, it's consistent, bro. Everywhere that I've Every been. time, bro. No matter where you go, bro. You go to, at least like, you know what I'm saying, you go to certain parts. You know what I'm saying? If you go to one with the more uh, melanated staff, all the shit's going to taste the same, bro. I promise it is. It's the same. I it's promise it is. Because they, they have the same struggle. No matter yeah. what city, every single one, nigga, they have the same. Well, struggle. I can't tell. I can't tell you how on the nose you are with it. It's the exact same everywhere because this is the only job these felonists niggas could get, and they say I'll be damned if I go off the rule book at all. How do yeah. you want me to make these eggs? Two eggs, throw a little this much salt, and they're right. following that shit to the T. Them niggas do not hey, want nigga, to get my old, nigga, my old, my old plug was it was a Waffle House cook, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Give me my little baggie under my plate. You know what I'm saying? Get my waffle. You know what I'm saying? Put it in my little to-go box and shit. I'm, I'm gone. Them niggas be hustling, man. Them niggas, they always figuring out another way. You know what I'm saying? As soon as the nigga get released, you know what I'm saying? Nigga going to find a way to get to some money on us real quick, yeah. so... Oh, yeah. Niggas gonna find a way to a buck. Well, shoot. Mm-hmm. And speaking of finding a way to things, we gonna talk about this uh, topic here for the geeking or preaching segment, man. We just wanna find out if what the people, what you guys think about the situation, are they geeking or are they preaching right here? And mm-hmm. so the real question is <clears throat> first, geeking or preaching? We gotta address Usher pulling up on these women. And just yeah. start singing to these women that are in relationships in the crowd here. First, we're going to start off with the geek and the preaching as far as Usher. Where, where, where y'all at with Usher doing this? You think he's geeking? You think he's preaching? You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's man. part of the show, man. I don't I don't know. What, what do y'all think? Hey, man, I ain't going to lie, bro. That nigga, um, if I'm him, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying if I'm him, nigga's preaching. But I'm not. So he's definitely geeking. And I'm only saying that just to say, <laughs> right? Because I can't. I'm going to let you know right now, you know what I'm saying? If I'm that nigga and I'm out with my lady, bro, and you walking up to my woman, hey, nigga, I'm not playing with you much. I'm going to pull them no. shades down like, nigga, hey, hey bro. I'm not, I'm not 100%, you know what I mean? Like, nigga, I, might, I might throw this fucking bottle at your neck, nigga. Like, the whole show going to be over. But in another sense, to say if I was us, hey, man, they be choosing up, bro. You know what I'm saying? You, you seen it, bro. You look, look at Kiki, hey, man. Whole hey, family gone, hey, man. Hey, Whole family seen gone, it. man. Seen they gone with Jews. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just saying, I because I know I know how I feel when niggas be in the zone of confidence. You're untouchable, bro. you unfucking touchable And that's how I, I know it would feel having all them flashlights and cameras on me. Nigga, I'm going to feel like a guy. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do. Who's going to stop me? All these cameras in my face, all these flashlights, I'm a star. So mm-hmm. in his sense, I definitely see exactly what you're doing. 
But that shit gonna get you fucked up fucking with a nigga like me. I'm gonna tell you now, bro. I pay my hard-earned money to take me and my lady You don't there. think... Yeah. How right. long he been doing it? He, You don't think this has learned to recognize he's a tactician. He's a sniper. He knows who he can and can't fuck with. Yeah, Juan, you, know. you know what? You know what niggas... You know how niggas gonna move on? You seen that video? Uh, It was one video he went to. The nigga was sitting with his girl. Real, nigga, real, you up. know what I'm saying? Nigga, that's the hardest <laughs> shit. You seen that? <laughs> Boom. As soon as he found that, that, that hard that, that that's the, don't play with me, bro. Play with me, bro. And, and he was real respectful. <laughs> he felt that, that. He I saw that man. Hey, bro, he saw that man, that, that hard ass, that. He knew exactly not to play with. He yeah. knew not to play with that nigga girl. That's exactly how it's going to go. He going to keep that. Hey, man. Hey, man. Somehow, some way. Usher's concerts have become the litmus test for how strong your relationship is now. I don't know. It's crazy. Somehow, man. some way, he found his way into that. It got it got so bad on Twitter, bro. I saw niggas was like, niggas was like quote tweeting it like over and over. Shit had got at least like, I think the shit was like, maybe like two males. Like, and likes and shit. It was some crazy shit. Niggas was saying, we should all team up as niggas. And beat Usher ass, like just jump the shit out of Usher. And I'm like, bro, nah, like, Usher, like, Usher, bro like, niggas don't understand. Man, Usher, lie, Usher he is an R. Usher is an R and B nigga. He R and B niggas abide by different rules. Hey, he's he's allowed to do shit like that. If your girl fold, that's her Crazy. fault. I will say I'm saying I'm throwing that on the woman, but here's I will say this. Usher is getting up there in years, man. I said this on Twitter. Hey, when we gonna start talking about why he don't got it, why he can't keep a wife? You know what I'm saying? It's this certain certain it's time for you to get going. Somewhere you go here doing all that singing the women faces, sweating. Don't get you a wife, man. Sweat rags around that same kind of thing for a lot of them stars. Because I seen a similar thing about uh Fab on uh on you on uh, oh, yeah. Twitter as well. He was asking like, man, what's going on? Where where the Fourth of July cookouts at, man? Yeah, the nigga, nigga, you forty five, you forty five, nigga, get on the grill, nigga, you the nigga, you the fun uncle. And then, and then right beside him, they put right beside him, they put big boy, big boy cooking steak on on right, cedar wood, right, right. on cedar wood plank cooking Bro, some real grilling, shit. <laughs> some real grilling shit. Nigga, you the nigga, you it's your turn. That's to you. Fourth of July party. That's it. These these niggas. Yeah, These crazy. niggas' minds so warped being in the media so long, niggas think they still 20-year-old heartthrobs. Yeah, <laughs> young young 20-year-old heartthrob. Nigga, go, go be old somewhere, nigga. Go get on the grill. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. If we being real, bro, we all got an uncle or a granddad that's like that. Always been oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Always yeah. thinking they young and shit, thinking they still hip, like... Bro, nigga, I don't know. Nigga, you friend, or at least a family friend who pulled through, nigga wearing, nigga wearing clothes that look like it's fresh out of your closet. Like, you nigga, you thirty, Quinn, Quinn, you thirty seven. I seen this the other day. You thirty seven with chains on your jean, on your skinny jeans, and a Thrasher t shirt tight as hell on the stomach, nigga. Go, 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 put on a suit. Go, go wear some slacks, nigga. Hey, you with a chain on chains on the jean. You know the chain that linked from your pocket. Pocket to oh, yeah. the chain, you know what I'm saying? Nigga probably, nigga probably got the little, nigga probably got the little lighter with the little zipper and shit. The, 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 Popping out like he's about to head out to the club nigga, with the money spread on. Nigga, the, with why the are you? Why are you? Why are you? Why are you fifty two with a Kenzo shirt and purple jeans, nigga, and in a Mary shoe? Talk about what is wrong with you? Talk about what is wrong with misunderstood. Nigga, go put that money spread in the four hundred one k, nigga. You got kids. You got grandkids on the way, nigga. Okay. Uh, what, nah. what do you think about it, uh, though? Uh, well, actually, shoot, I'll say I don't. I think Usher, like you said, well, I'm actually with you in that respect. I think Usher's preaching from the perspective of what he's doing for himself. Yeah. But overall, I actually think I think he's geeking in the sense of targeting women with relationships. And the only reason that I reference that is because, like you I'm said, if there's a nigga next to him 
that, bro, you tripping. Like, uh, Kyle Kuzma and what's his girlfriend named yeah. Winnie, I believe her Winnie. name is. Winnie. Yeah, she, she, she just hopped right on, hopped right on that air lap. Like, hey, you already know what time what? it is. Like, come on now. We're not about to, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. And, but it, it's like a random girl. He's not going to know she has a boyfriend. But Kiki Palmer, I'm sure you, hey, hey. Hey, come on now. I'm sure you It's sure not his it's something. not his job to know, man. This is true. This is fair. It's not his job it's to not. know. It's, yeah. So, a real uh, now the real question like we Juan kind of already answered himself, but then the second part to that question is uh what would you do? You at a Usher concert with your girl and this nigga come up sashaying. Hey, he Juan. Stick, he stick Juan. The hand bro. Out. <laughs> 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 what you mean? Hey, 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 man, nah. hey, player. Hey, it's hey. <laughs> Lock, lockstep, brother. Yeah, niggas, hey, man. With you, brother. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, appreciate you, bro. Hey, hey, hey good looks. Good, good looks. looks. Hey, good looks. Bro. I, I, I don't know if y'all seen this little, it's an old Vine video, but the, those two, uh, them two kids in class, they were singing uh, My Boo by Usher, and then the substitute oh, yeah, teacher, the teacher? Was yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I, I said, I said, that's exactly gonna be me. This nigga come over singing to her, I'm standing right next to the nigga. I'm getting in the mic, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting in the mic, too. <laughs> yeah, that's my man. Holding, holding yeah. by the hip, holding by the way. <laughs> 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 I, was trying, I was trying to wrestle the mic away from hey. the mic, yeah. <laughs> You mush that nigga in the face. You mush, mush that, that nigga in the face. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ain't going for so, none of that. Uh, a big consensus, though. Geeking or preaching? What you think, Juan? Geeking or preaching? Uh, yeah, geeking. 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 What you think? Geeking. What you think, Ron? I think Usher is preaching. Usher. Think it's preaching? I'm I'm well, after, I, well, I got Here's a quick I question. Here's a quick question for the niggas then. Here's a different perspective because I heard <laughs> I heard this scenario thrown out there. Um um guys trip. Guys go to the go to the Megan the Stallion concert. She up there sweating. She say, I got something special for y'all to my hotties today. I'm bringing one lucky nigga to come up here and grab this fat ass. <laughs> one lucky nigga to come here and grab this fat ass. And so, you know what I'm saying? You know what happened. So all your girl get a video is of, of niggas painting to you. Me, 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 me. <laughs> ah, ah, me! <laughs> they call you up to stage. They call you up to stage, and you up there just passing out like the nigga did at Janet Jackson concert, <laughs> salivating. <laughs> Is that nigga? <laughs> Does that nigga get the same respect? Does that nigga get the same bail that nigga's throwing Kiki? Hey, man. <laughs> Yo, that is crazy, hey, bro. That is crazy. <laughs> she she invites you up on stage for one of those uh for one of them lap dances. Them lap dances. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, hey man. Man. <laughs> oh, man. Juan going up. Juan folded. That relationship is folded. Hey, folded. I'm just saying. That's a. Nah, I can't say that because because I'm just thinking if, if I would to hear that shit like it's a once in a lifetime. She invited you to grab it to no. grab this fat ass and you get a lap dance. Juan, stop it! You right there, the camera. Me, <laughs> <laughs> I better, I better cut them lights off. I better cut them lights off. You can't look tough, sir. You can't look tough. You can't look tough doing nothing like that. Pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me. Hey man, hey man, let it be a. Let me go to a civic concert or some shit like that. Hey, look, I'm hey, gonna throw her, I'm, in that in that scenario. I'm gonna give her the same response that I'm about to give Usher, which is you're geeking. <laughs> you 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 are geeking. <laughs> you're geeking. <laughs> you a real life real life munch. Oh, come on, pick me, please, please. Geekers yeah. unite. Talking about the real deal geekers. They don't make them like Steve yeah. on no more. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not really no. That, that's that's a bit much. And that would definitely so, be a uh, tough battle, but I will prevail. Nah, sure. hell the no. Nah. Your girl watch old. these. Your girl watch these episodes. Thick enough to, I know. That nigga try to get some brownie points. That nigga try to get some. You see, baby. You see, baby. I'm picking you over me. You baby. You see what I'm talking? That will quit doing. You see, baby. I'm picking you over me every time. <laughs> man, you man, niggas not. Slick. Meg the what? Meg the who? Meg the who? You niggas not slick, man. 
Do you have a picture oh of her? I'm not sure who that is. Niggas Magna, not slick, Magna, man. Magna what? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, geez, Louise. Okay, brothers. Now, the question is, and it is, this, hell, this can even tie into the Usher thing because you know, like you said, well, that social status and that money got people thinking they're really God. And so we're going to go ahead and transition that one to asking you gentlemen, real big, real deep, is money truly the root of all evil? Do you, in your opinion, believe money is truly the root of all evil? Or do you think it's more uh, more accountability should be given to the person? Do you think it's because, you know, quotes go around like absolute power corrupts absolutely. And things like that, you know, what do you I think? think? I only think I don't I don't think so only because and I feel like this is a conversation we had in an episode like way early on when we started. I feel mm-hmm. like money is a multiplier. It it can only be a multiplier of who you are as an individual. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like wh- whatever you was gonna do when you was broke, as opposed to when you have that money, it, the money is just gonna multiply who you are as a person. You know what I'm saying? So if you was frivolous and just fucking off your bread when you didn't have shit, mm-hmm. I, I tend to think that you would do the exact same thing when you get all this cool amounts of money that you don't know what to do with. So, And I, I take that to the same aspect of, of even when you think of money in itself being evil. I don't. I, I just can't think of money being evil because, like I say, it's a multiplier of, of who you are and who you can be because it's currency. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't, you can't get mad at some bread because, you know what I'm saying? A motherfucker wanted to go rob a bank. You can't get mad at money. You know what I'm saying? The nigga, he just, he wanted that bread that bad. But you can't get mad at the money for him wanting to go stick up that bank and and put all these folks in house to go get that bread. It's just, like I said, a multiplier of who you are as an individual. Just kind of makes you more of, yeah, makes you more of who you are, you would say. And so with that yeah. being the case, even with a quote being like this, then then I guess you could kind of say or at least would ask how flawed or how evil, quote unquote, are humans really then? Because there's a lot of people that be doing some heinous things with money. If all it does is multiply who you are, my goodness, niggas is on some shit when it comes to that. What you think, though, Lee? Yeah, I don't. I don't think money is the root of all evil, but I like the saying. I think the saying, like the, I think it, um, gets its message across really well. I don't think it's mm-hmm. the root of all evil, but yeah, I, I like it still. Money, <laughs> like Juan said, uh, the money, you know, exacerbates who people are inside, and mm-hmm. money, money definitely leaves the door open for evil to come through. You know, whether you of the, you know, faith or not, I think the, I think the saying goes, or the adage goes, you know, uh. Easier for a man to to to. <clears throat> I think easier for a man to find a needle or pass through the the eye of a needle, than a rich man to go through the gates of heaven. And I like that saying because it just shows that, um, you know, with money, when you have all that access, it's it yeah. becomes why not like that that just opens the mm-hmm. gate yeah. for you like it's so easy to do it. It becomes, so, it becomes think, a real issue at that point. I think yeah. I think my bad. Even with that, even with that saying, it just made me think of a a, a clip of um Barb Molly speaking, and, and a reporter was asking him something about like um, how many riches do you have? How rich are you? How much money do you have? Uh, see, the things he was too. saying was just what do you mean by riches? Like what do you, what do you mean? What is riches to you? And he was just pretty much explaining that his riches is his family and what he can do for his people and shit like that. And that just shows um, that for me, like I said, that's kind of like another point of like money not being a root of evil. Because certain people, that money shit, niggas just, it, certain people just aren't as hungry for it or don't desire for it as much as others. You know what I'm saying? Just like what Barb Marley said in this clip. And then you'll look at somebody who's, just money hungry and will do whatever it takes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sticking folks up, doing whatever it means by any means just to get that paper because that's what they see as riches. Money, currency. And then yeah. like I said, we got a, another person who just doesn't see riches that way. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's that's the, the mindset it is what really separates um, people when it comes to money being truly evil and everything like that. Because like Lee said, it does open that door and everything like that but that mindset is definitely what's going to separate the two 
Oh yeah, that's a big fact. Just, just for uh, just for uh, what's it called? Devil's advocate as well, because although I do agree, I don't think money is the root of all evil. I definitely do think it just multiplies who you are. So if there's things you needed to work on before you got money, then hey, you know what I'm saying? When you get money, it's not going <laughs> to fix the issue. If you was a yeah. porn addict before you had money, imagine all the OnlyFans you could subscribe to when you finally do get money. Like, man, you about to go mm-hmm. crazy. So, no, it's, it's definitely a real thing. But to play devil's advocate, I could find an argument based off the things y'all said, and I'm, which I am in agreement with. I guess you could kind of say money is the root of all evil then. Because exactly of the things that you said, the, all the access that it allows, there's a reason a lot of people don't have a lot of nice things or a lot of money. It's because it's, one, not easy to come into, and two, once you actually do get it, think of how much spiraling people do because of the access that you get as well. Like, a lot of people may have issues with things. A prime example of this is, like, infidelity. Something to mm-hmm. really brain into when it comes to that. A lot of niggas be like, yeah, I'm faithful. Yeah, no, nah, I don't do the cheating thing. Well, do you not cheat because you're actually faithful or do you not cheat because you don't really have the option to cheat? And when you get a lot of money, a lot of those uh, standards that you maybe have had or uh, places that you may have put yourself, but at least <coughs> thought you were morally when you were broke, definitely changes up. Are you loyal, really, if you have enough money to be at the penthouse top floor of a hotel and a whole like a whole uh, model really comes up on you at the bar and your girl went to sleep back home and you on a business trip and she's like, hey, I'm trying to see what your uh, room's like. Are you still loyal then? Because there's a lot of niggas that have never experienced nothing like that and wouldn't experience anything like that unless they got money. So when it comes to a lot of those access, that access, I can honestly argue, would be the evil that money is the root of, I guess you could kind of say. those The things you've got aren't inherently evil, but you wouldn't have access to those things unless you got the money. Yeah, you but to that, and to that, I, I, see what, I, I feel what you're saying, but to that, yeah, I, I feel like... It's still, it's still kind of like a like, mindset thing to me, though. <laughs> I feel like that still would come to a mindset aspect, even if you do get those funds. And it's like, I didn't have the bread. Even if you look at it like, I'm not cheating on my girl because I don't have the bread or I'm not in the position. If you're, if you're thinking like that, your mindset is already on the cheating aspect side of it, like on the evil side of what the money can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're already in that, that mindset. So once you get that money, nigga, you was already thinking that way. I'm just talking about somebody's genuinely, like I said, like a Bob Marley or somebody like somebody who doesn't see the money as the, the, the importance that it has on other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not their riches. In that aspect, that's somebody with a whole completely different mindset that looks at money as just it is what it is. But I'm not hurting for it. It's not going right. to make me change my actions and change who I am as a person because of how much I get or how much, you know what I'm saying, I'm receiving and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, yeah, I see what you're saying, but I, I just still feel like that's still like a mindset thing. Like, if you was already at that point to begin with, you're going to do that when you get that bread. So, Right before you jump back in there, I want to just uh, address that too as well. I would uh, take it even a step further and under, I understand what you're saying. The only way only place that I would differ in opinion or thoughts when it comes to that as well is mm-hmm. when it comes to having when it comes to exceeding expectations when it comes to money. So what do I mean by this? I'm not necessarily like a type of person that's super interested in designer, right? I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. looking at like Gucci or oh, the shirts with all the logos on them and being like, man, I got to get that shit. That shit's hard. Oh my God, I got to get that. You could be that kind of a person. But let's just say you already took care of all the stuff you're talking about. Like, my real riches is my family. My family is really this, that, and the third to me. But after they're taken care of, I still got a shit ton of money. Now, I'm not the type of person to really get into, like, designer, but fuck it. Why not, I guess? I'm going to go ahead and give me a little shirt. It's nothing to me. It's like $5 to me, even though it's 500 whatever. That can very easily spark a whole problem in itself right there is something that I think. You, you could have no intentions of being that kind of person, kind of like gambling. You know, uh, I had no intentions of being a, a gambling addict, but I just hit big. Shit, I got to kind of keep playing. I get that dopamine rush from doing that. I would say the same thing can kind of come from money. It's like, yeah, I took care of all the necessities. I don't got to worry about food. I don't got to worry about my bills. My family don't got to worry about shit either. Let me go ahead and see what this designer talking about. And they go ahead and start getting design. Next thing you know, they blowing all their money on fashion and clothes and cars and things that are really that important. But they just never had so much access to these things. 
beyond mm-hmm. the taking care of their family money because they're not just going to take care of their family and sit on the rest of the money and be like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> they're probably going to want to oh, may as well see what it's talking about. And all it takes is a little hit for a couple, depending on your personality as well. All it takes is a little hit of something for you to really get addicted and spiral out. I can definitely speak to that is for sure. Yeah. You don't even really got to be a I drug do. addict or anything like that, but fucking I'm a smoke some weed just because I'm good on money. Next thing you know, you buying a QP every goddamn week just because you really loved it that much just because you decided to try it once. Yeah. I don't I don't disagree with you, Clint, to be honest. I just, I, the only reason I don't say money's the root of all evil is because I, I know that there's a lot of evil in the world that lives independently of money. And I also, uh, and like Juan was alluding to earlier, I feel like, um, Money is the greatest enabler of evil. I feel like evil already lived in a lot of people that get money and do evil things. So, like, money wasn't the root of that. Your your evil took root because of something else. And, you know, money just enabled you to act on that thing in an evil way. <clears throat> but there's still a lot of evil in the world. Money, money, money isn't a... You can't attribute all evil that comes in this world to money. So, like, so, technically, like... By de- it can't be true. Money can't be the root of all evil. All evil doesn't have to do with money. Fair enough. Fair enough. And like I said, I just want to throw in that little devil's advocate aspect because it's I think it's the same kind of philosophy overall. It's like guns don't kill people, people do. So there's no point in banning that or looking at the guns like the guns are evil. It's the same thing with the money. Money doesn't spend itself. God damn it. You gotta yeah. go ahead, put that shit in doesn't just waste itself. Somebody's hands or some shit. Yeah, you got to do something with it. You did. You can have a bunch of money. If you don't do nothing with it, nothing's going to happen. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Just wanted to throw a little other perspective out there. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, that's another episode of the Geek the Podcast. Brought to you by the Inside Cool Man. We know what we love to do to bring great conversations to you because we love to have them ourselves. Go ahead, like, comment, subscribe, share. You see the links with y'all. You see the Instagram right below it. Inside Wolves, you see the uh, Twitter, Inside Wolves 1. Make sure you give it us a follow, man. Go ahead and shout it out. And thank you all for tuning in, and we are out. Peace.